James Virgin, where my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. And my name is Adam. This week, we're at part three. Yes. Of our Christianity and conservatism. Conservatism and Christianity, which came first? Christianity, definitely. Uh, right? Uh, I don't know. I think conservatism <laughs> might have come first. Well, like organized conservatism? No. <laughs> but I, I, here's my, like, conservatism to me. This is today's debate. Yes. Dun, dun. <laughs> uh, round one. Fight. Well, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think because like conservatism to me isn't like I don't think of it initially as an ideology. I think of it initially as a like state of mind. Yeah, yeah, right, sure, yeah. Um, but then I after, oh, oh. here's the thought: Christianity is only as old as Christ. Sure. You could like a lot of Christians would argue with that because God has existed before then. But technically, <sighs> Oof, okay. the definitive characteristic was the second or the first coming of Jesus. Yeah, uh, there were conservative uh, religious. The Pharisees were very much a conservative yeah. wing of the Jewish yep. church at that time. OK, so yeah. I'm going to say conservatism. I buy that. I buy that for sure. Um it doesn't really matter. It's a bullshit chicken and egg question. Uh, today, we're talking about <laughs> Pat Robertson. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you lit up with recognition and yeah. then immediately deflated. Uh, Adam, what do you know about Pat Robertson? So what's crazy is a lot of the things that you were talking about last I week. I thought you were going to say Falwell. that you knew him. Oh, yeah, personally. <laughs> um yeah, I uh, understudied. Understudied. That's not the right. I uh, interned. <laughs> understudied. <laughs> I'm a Pat Robertson understudy. <laughs> Today so, my day. I'm going on. Depending on how you see this, these could be just characters that they're playing. Sure. Like, there's no fucking way that these people really, truly believe the insanity that's coming out of their mouth. Well, this is definitely a case where that is suspect for sure. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, like, every time, like, a, a conservative senator gets up and just starts railing in, in like, just, like, incoherent insanity i'm like there's like i get what you're trying to do or like uh, i mean a fox news commentator makes more or like a pundit makes more sense like yeah. you're like there's no fucking way that you can put two words together and say the bullshit that's coming out of your mouth like that's an incongruent concept so you're either an insane person which i guess is a possibility or this is a bit that you're playing yeah uh I, as we will see pat robertson definitely a businessman got it he's peddling that that makes sense so my in impression of Pat Robertson was a lot of the things that you'd said that actually were Jerry Falwell things uh -huh. I thought were him. Like I thought, I, I remember yep. a lot of movement around nine 11 yep. where he was blaming everybody except for the Christian church for mostly the home, the mostly the homosexual community for the reason that the, the planes went into the two towers. Yeah. Which is an incredible, like talk about a leap. Oh, sure. I have problems with blaming the, the Islamic community, massive problems with blaming the Islamic community, but I get that connection in in the in the the um you're classically looking for the logical yes uh threads yeah but this was like a hard left turn and it's like uh islamic extremists flew into the twin towers because of the gays right 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 and it's just like i mean the workaround is like well if we didn't we weren't, weren't a sinful nation then god wouldn't have brought that let this horrible thing happen. Blah, blah, blah. I, I understand the insane logic yeah <laughs> no i don't insane no. i can follow the thread of the insane logic. Uh -huh. no i can't follow the thread whatever yeah, I, I, wow, I don't have the words. I have knowledge of the insane thread <laughs> that connects all these things to, I don't understand, nor can I follow it. 
Sure. Uh, you are not wrong to tie Pat Robertson to Falwell okay. in your brain. Uh, they're very similar and uh, their their paths cross at various times. Got it. Um, are and they both Southern Baptists? Yeah. Okay. Um, so and you're you're looking at the you know, these two to me kind of epitomize this like, I mean, kind of, yeah, what this little mini series is about rising <laughs> theocracy radicalization of American evangelical Christians. Um, so, and there's a lot with Pat Robertson. Uh, he, I mean, okay. So like, well, going back to the Falwell thing for yeah. a minute, uh, Falwell, a lot of w- what Falwell did was helped. I mean, he was helped in his mission by Pat because Pat started the 700 club. Yes. And yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, was, uh, is chairman of the Christian broadcasting network. Got it. So, you know, he's the Rupert Murdoch here. He's, he's giving, he's giving airtime to these people, uh, and these voices. Um, and, and that's an interesting comparison. <laughs> uh, and, and really like in the eighties with the two of them and others, you see that as like kind of the decade when, white Christians are starting to fight their culture wars at the ballot box. I see. Um, and, uh, so (laughs) there's a lot here. Pat Robertson, probably more controversial than Falwell. Okay. Just because like, he's just known for outrageous controversy. Right. A lot of it being because he's just like, on a screen so goddamn often you know like (laughs) it's like the law of numbers like eventually sure and he's just saying you know he spouts bullshit constantly there's an entirely separate wikipedia page of pat robertson controversies oh my god yeah that's like it's a lot so i mean is is he purposefully is it is like is it purposely baiting like he he'll go up and with the intention like or does it i mean appear to be where he just like i'm going to say an outlandish statement purely to get traction like media traction like if i say I think this that thing- there's a little bit of that um i think that it's a lot a bit of him uh having legitimately like things to sell and so he's gonna take this line wow. get people to buy this thing and move on okay um he also is one of these people and uh throughout my history here i'm going to intersperse some of his predictions excellent um and uh I'm hoping he, for a he says of his predictions, quote, I have a relatively good track record. Sometimes I miss. <laughs> so you keep that in mind as we go through when I drop in some of these predictions. Well, I can say this. <laughs> Man. The thing- also interesting to call them predictions when he said it's not him. He's being told by, by God, God this thing. Is that a prediction? That seems more like a prophecy yeah, or like prophecy. a truth. Like, you know, whatever. So here's it. Like, so. I get to wade in here a little bit. Great. Uh, one of the uh, defining weird characteristics about Adventism is that they have a prophetess. Um, it's interesting, and for two reasons: one, the, like very few prophets in Christendom are have been alive for, like, say, five hundred, six hundred years. Yeah, like, yeah. basically, that's considered a her- heretical stance. Yeah. Also, female prophets not common at all. Right. So those two things are like kind of definitively interesting. Um, so there are a few things that are required for, uh, how do I, how do I say this? There are a certain set of um, guidelines that define whether something is a religion or a cult. Okay. Yeah. 
One of them being uh, different authorities mm-hmm. around prophecy. Mm-hmm. And These are IRS standards, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. This is whether you get tax exemption. <laughs> um, uh, that and apparently uh, you can't be racist anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry Falwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but the kind of the... The, the, the big thing, so I went to a non-denominational Christian high school. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, technically it's a Christian reform, but most of the kids were not Christian reform. So it was essentially not uh, non-denominational. And so like, I would often have to defend Adventism as like the sole representative of, of the church. <laughs> and one of the things that I had to hang my hat on is Ellen White, the prophetess, uh, basically demanded that if you ever found the Bible to be contradictory to her writings, you had to take the Bible over her authority that she could be um, basically the idea is like, if you're a conduit of God, the, the, the mistake is in the conduit, not in God. Sure. There's like a complicated board game that has two rule sets. Yes. Uh, one is one, like an index and but one like, is the actual rule set. And right. the index always says, if this contradicts the core rule set, please just refer to the core rules, which I don't know how many game makers follow us. <laughs> uh, don't write two separate rule books. <laughs> also, you wrote the fucking rule books. Go back and like, this isn't a set, like this isn't the Bible. It isn't a set document. Like it's not like you created this rule set and then the index came out later. They came together. Oh, I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, prophets can't contradict God's word is the, yeah, the okay. idea. Got um, it. Things get really interesting when you start like considering the ver- veracity of the Bible. I don't mm-hmm. want to wade into that. Right. But like if you start going there, then it's like, well, it's like, so if they stay, if they state a historical accurate statement that contradicts like a biblical account yeah. does that count as but the idea is that if you are things get a little murky because like they'll say like basically the way that adventism gets around some of the more problematic issues that like if she did misspeak then like this is considered uh prophecy these writings are considered prophecy these writings uh the, the writings that are wrong are considered like commentary okay and that's the idea that's kind of the, sure. the split um i would that's say in, in this case like I would have as a, as a Christian have immediate red flags to anybody claiming predictions, not claiming prophecy. Great. And then having a, a specific issue around. I don't know why I'm getting hung up on this because I don't give a shit now. No, I think it's useful. But it, uh, this I don't is, give a shit about this guy, but we're going to talk about it for yeah. an hour. He, he just shouldn't be playing with those like. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, they're they're called predictions. I'm going to call them predictions. Uh. So let, let's let's dig in here. Uh, he was born in 1930. This is our first still living subject of this mini series. All right, the ripe old age of 90. Damn. Uh, born closer to uh, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln than today's current date. Um, <laughs> that weirdly wrecked my brain. As is our incoming president. Um, uh, uh, he is worth. A uh, questionable amount of money anywhere between oh my god two hundred million and one billion dollars. So there's some leeway, there's some give or take. No, but no, there isn't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, a lot of gray area. I'm gonna, I'm gonna plant my flag here. Mm-hmm. Anything over one hundred million dollars, okay, is insane. Yeah, yeah. And this is and I, and I know some people are going like a hundred million. Really, that's as low as you're willing to go. Right. No, I'm willing to go lower, but like. If you have to say that I might be between 200 million and a billion, you're not doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's going to be problems. Um, okay, so born in 1930. He was born as Marion Gordon Robertson, M-A-R-I-O-N, uh, in Lexington, Virginia. Uh, 
to Pat, Pat famously the shortening of Marion. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, so uh, he was born into a prominent political family. He was actually the son of a conservative Democratic senator. Okay. Uh, he was nicknamed Pat as a child because his brother enjoyed patting him on the cheeks and saying, Pat, 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 Pat. Now, so he takes That's that weirdly nickname. endearing. It's, it's endearing. Don't get too attached. No. Uh, he later considered Marion to be effeminate. Uh, okay. And so he opted for Pat, which is also kind of funny because... I mean, Pat's, you know, if we're, we're traveling now and yeah, yeah. Andro- androgyny, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's tied more to androgyny than it is to like, <laughs> right. But yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, I'm going to kind of blaze through his early life, um, because it doesn't have all that much to do with religion, but there's good yeah, scenes yeah, yeah. here. Um, in, uh, 1946, he attended Washington and Lee university. Uh, one of, uh, the first of many cringy quotes here. Uh, quote, although I worked hard at my studies, my real major was centered around lovely young ladies who attended the nearby girls schools. <laughs> class, class act. The thing that bothers me isn't, isn't so much the quotes because you, I mean, basically anybody who's a like, like greatest generation boomer yeah. says shit like this all yes, the time. Totally. It's coming out of the mouth of somebody who's claiming to be a, like a conduit of God. Uh huh. Like the insane hypocrisy around like <laughs> I'd forgot like what like after we did the Jerry Falwell episode I yeah. was googling something I'd forgotten like also this is just like testament to how insane this year is Jerry Falwell Jr. like yeah yeah posted pictures to he oh, posted yeah. pictures to his Instagram yeah like showing his fly undone next to uh, one of his workers on his private yacht also with her fly undone like yeah I we had like I'm just thinking about all of the people who had like legitimate relationships mm-hmm. that were excommunicated for a lack of a better term from different churches that I've been a part of because like the church didn't approve of the person that they were like, sure. like I, I have been in rooms and been angry <laughs> and had no power to change it where a pastor would not marry a couple because it was interracial because of like the quote unquote unequally yoked issue. He was like, it's like, it's not a race issue. It's that I think they come from two disparate of backgrounds. The fuck it's not about race. Wow. The fact that these people can like, yeah, I don't know. We've been, so we've been uh, just kind of like behind the scenes. We've been trying to like connect with will again to do another pastoral thing. And it's got mm-hmm. me thinking about the sin, like the ranking of sins. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, this is the, the horse shit that these <laughs> sure. people at the top can get away with. Yeah. Like, how can you say a state? Like it's, it's the same as the Jerry Falwell. Like, how can you come out that like, pr- like anti, uh, integration mm-hmm. and still be, a, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. There, I, no, no, there's a, there's a theme through all of these people. Uh, what I think is interesting and also kind of hilarious about all these people is that there's this weird duality. They like to play both sides and they like to, uh, play both sides when it's convenient for them to do yeah. so when it's convenient for them to be a guy's guy, they will be a guy's guy. And then, put that aside yeah. and basically condemn that same exact thing later. Um, what's also funny and we'll see it in, in this, we saw it with Falwell is, um, the, the duality when it comes to like relationships, like interpersonally with specific people and how they'll glob onto somebody. And then like that, one of those two will suddenly condemn the other, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, we saw that with the integration stuff, yep. you know, people going to bat for this school and the school being like, well, Ooh, we don't want to be associated yeah, yeah. with you, man. Um, there's a lot of that in here. Uh, that, that weird, not being able to, um, compartmentalize anything. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, 
like have any perspective. Yeah, it's it's weird because it, they are actively compartmentalizing bits of their life, but then they keep bleeding into each other. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really strange, right? Because like it's 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 really strange. So uh, to be fair, we're still like pre his like big Baptist religious conversion. Okay, but well, okay. Um, so uh, 1948 draft is reinstated. Right. Uh, Wait. He's, oh he's, yeah, yeah. He's given the option of joining the Marine Corps or the Army. He chooses the Marine Corps, and uh, we'll we'll keep this information handy. Okay. Uh, he has many, many, many long-winded accounts about his service in Korea. Okay. Battles, etc. Put that aside. Um, uh, 1955, uh, he he failed his first New York bar exam, and shortly thereafter, undergoes religious conversion and goes off to seminary. So okay. Just like, boop. Uh, I mean, okay. I, I mean, like that's. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like see if there's correlation mm-hmm. or, or causation. I mm-hmm. guess, uh, or it just could be. You know, it could. You know, it's one of those things that like people fail the bar all the time and retake. Sure. Like that's one of those. Yeah, yeah. No, things. he took it one time, failed. Right, and so I'm trying to Fuck say, like, you. I'm trying to say, it's like if that's if it's cause, causal or if it's just like, yeah, you know, something was burning, like simmering in the background. It's like, oh, right. you know, I'm actually going to take a left turn here. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um. So now we get into it. So 1960, um, he uh found CBN, yep. um, uh, which now is broadcast in 180 countries in 71 languages. Wonderful. It's massive. Um, he also started uh, what would, after like three different name changes and ownership changes, become ABC Family. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, and he has... Uh, so he is obviously most famous for the 700 club. Right. Um, his, his show. And, uh, he has, uh, geniusly written in to all of his contracts, um, with these stations that the stations, uh, are to continue to air the 700 club twice daily in perpetuity, regardless of any changes of ownership. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, that's some good, like, uh, you know, cementing that in like amazing. Yeah. Okay, so then in 1977, he founds uh, CBN University. <laughs> um, Is it like a media school? No, uh, it's just, oh, it's just like a Christian college. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, which is then renamed Regent University. Good. Um, good because you know it's kind of hokey to have a television network, network university. Te- university. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. I feel like I've actually seen Regent University on YouTube, like ads on it for on YouTube. Well, so he uh, he he presides over the college, uh, and uh, there's another thing to keep in the back of your brain. A lot of there's there are some notable graduates that would end up later filling the ranks of the W. Bush administration. Okay, so that's fun. Yeah, uh, CBN University in your government. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, so we're starting to get some political ties. Um, 1982, he serves on the Victims of Crime Task Force for Reagan. Victims of Crime Task Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Adam's face is lovely. Um, and uh, I mean, 19... Oh, hold on. Victims of Crime Task Force. Mm-hmm. You mean the police? It's a, it's an interesting... Um, I didn't go deep into the task force uh, because... I like started to have just like the tastes of bile in my mouth. Just yeah. reading the name. Doesn't that like, but doesn't that like just perfectly sum up? Like we need a task force to like, to, to deal with the victims of these crimes. Like y- you realize that the, that the police aren't a military, 
right? right they're right, not. Right. They're yeah, not. Yeah. Their job isn't isn't punishment. Their job is actually protection. No, 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 Adam. We need to. We need to add an entire Fucking department hell. that is just revenge based. No, no. <laughs> the the assumption is the police are re- the revenge, <laughs> right? And we need to like it's. It, it was only Reagan who was like, you know, we should probably take care of these victims. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And now we get our first prediction. Okay. Okay. In 1982, he predicted, uh, sorry, he guaranteed. Uh, oh, oh, no, no, hold on. Those are two very <laughs> different concepts. That, that by the fall, there was going to be a judgment of the world. Well, didn't uh, really happen. I mean, I guarantee you it happened a billion times the second after he said it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. A lot of judginess. I'm just saying like, yeah, it's like there are many like multiple times today. I had a judgment of the world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. OK, so Adam gives him the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying he's one to know you got like no one. No one pinned him down on specificity here. Like, did he say there'll be a judgment from God yeah. or just a judgment? <laughs> <laughs> and we assumed that he was giving it. I got to get into the, in the prediction business, man. Like <laughs> it's never too late. No. Um, $200 million. <laughs> uh, okay. 1986. Uh, you remember uh, all of his long winded accounts of Korea. Right. Uh, 1986, a former Republican uh, congressman uh, who served with Robertson in Korea wrote a public letter that said that Robertson was actually spared combat duty when his powerful father intervened on his behalf and that it's likely that Robertson spent most of his time in an office in Japan. Oh, no. Yeah, damn. Uh, uh, Robertson sued for libel, um, but dropped the case before it came to trial and later confirmed that he never saw frontline duty. Oopsie. Hold on. So he, they straight up st- like stole valor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but like, no, he had the- like battle accounts, like, like theater accounts. That's literal. Yeah. No, 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 no. I got to just, I'm. <sighs> What the fuck is wrong with conservative America? Like just <laughs> fundamentally you you backed a president who like, like mo- openly mocked gold star parents. <laughs> you're like your, your religious leaders literally like just stole an entire like wars worth of valor. Mm-hmm. And you still keep sending this guy. There is no fucking like all of these, like the honor bullshit that they're hanging their entire, like, personality on is horseshit. I, I mean like well it's it's all this stuff that's like you know it's when it's convenient like he sees this as a th- like a big conservative tenant you know like we we river our totally. military heroes whatever no, so like, I don't okay, blame I don't blame him <laughs> like sure he's an opportunist asshole yeah like right. opportunist assholes be opportuning like that's yeah. like yeah that's what they do and it's, it, it's everybody who sent a single red cent to like yeah. and his, it fucking works it really works you know yeah oh uh You're right this this one is gonna get under my skin more <laughs> Um, so it's interesting. So yeah, so he sued and then like dropped the case. It's it's, it's like that that time. It's like the lawyers are like, well, you can't lie. It's like, oh, well then like cancel the, cancel the suing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's also likely, um, it seems likely to me anyway, that he, uh, he dropped the case before it came to trial to, well, obviously like, no, I'm getting out of his, yeah. Like shame from the public eye or press release. (laughs) I'm suing. Yes. And then, oh, that's not going to work. Okay. 
Right. Um, but also because he was ramping up for a 1988 run for president. Um, and uh, he did. Wait, against George Washington? Or George Washington. <laughs> against uh, George Bush? Yes. Um, opposite George. So, yeah, he, he ran for president in the Republican primary. Um, his platform um, was one on uh, banning pornography, reforming the education system, and uh, eliminating the Department of Education and the Department of Energy. <laughs> Love the Department of Energy. Like, uh, fuck you. I mean, I will. I would guess though that that's actually the first time you actually get Department of Energy because isn't there like anti-Department of Energy? Like, it's been kind of a core. Yeah. I mean, the education. I do like the idea of like we're going to reform it and get rid of it. Yeah. Because those are <laughs> we're going to spend a shitload of money yes. and resources uh-huh. and then just get rid of it. Yep. I mean, it's been it's. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Uh, so he loses to Bush. Uh, so uh, after he loses, he starts um, the uh, Christian coalition, um, which is uh, it still exists. It's a one point seven million member uh, Christian right organization. Uh, they campaign for conservative candidates. Um, they uh, were at one point sued by the Federal Election Commission for failing to accurately report their expenditures. Um, and so they actually stripped their title. Um, and uh, to get around that, they reformed and renamed themselves the Christian Coalition of America, which still exists and is basically the same exact thing. So good job there. Um, now we get into like, we're really getting into some of my favorite shit. Okay. Because now we start like expanding onto a a global stage here okay uh 1994 uh in the aftermath of the rwandan genocide Uh uh-huh robinson uh started uh robinson robertson started robertson crusoe started (laughs) yeah robertson started uh soliciting donations for his charity operation blessing international to provide medical supplies to refugees in neighboring zaire what is present-day congo yep sounds great wait i mean okay is that what was that their statement or did that was that to the implied statement? That was their statement. That's okay. what they were doing. Or were they? According well, yeah, to two Operation Blessing pilots, uh, rather than delivering relief supplies to refugees, the organization's plans were primarily used to haul diamond mining equipment to Zaire, where uh, Robertson had allegedly negotiated diamond mining contract with the dictator there pretty fucking like so we go from like holy weird like i mean you know like it's no big thing to like it's it sorry it's no small thing to run as a presidential candidate in a primary like that that's big but like i mean the scale of this keeps doing it over the the you know but to like go far at all in that you know but like this to me starts to be like whoa holy shit like now we're just we're we're you start to dip into like James Bond villain territory. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, what, what the fuck is that? There's that Tom Cruise movie, American gang. No shit. So what the fuck was going on in the eighties and nineties? where just like megalomania apparently was a, 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 like a real position you could attain. Yeah. Cause this is insane. Right. Right. And lots of like, uh, rich white dudes wearing sunglasses, taking private jets to Africa for reasons. But like, with like the ability to yeah yeah i'm just like right that's baffling to me that somebody could be that arch like <laughs> how do you get to that level of grandiosity and just be like yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna like make a fake 
uh, charity have people fund my diamond uh, mining mm-hmm. in Africa. Yeah. I don't see any moral. I get to cozy up to this dictator. Right. We'll go have, chill there. I'll have drinks with the, with the dictator. Yeah. Totally. Jesus Christ. Um, so, well, and this is also a time where, you know, keep in mind, like this is, uh, yeah, like you're right. Eighties and nineties. This is a time where like, there's a shit ton of ruthless American companies doing business in yeah. Africa. Um, it's not entirely unusual. No, um, I mean like the, Africa like, has historically been the place where like white people have. Yeah. Of, yes, of course. <laughs> um, but the like, uh, to your fans, you know, oh, like, are you still paying attention to me after that uh, failed presidential run? Here's hey. what you can do for me. <laughs> um, so, uh, what the hell? Yeah. Fast forward five years to 1999. This is a big year. Well, Y2K, man. <laughs> right. Everybody's <laughs> prepping. Uh, <laughs> you get you get your the one time you get to wear your 2000 glasses. I mean, <clears throat> Um, a lot of good they did us. Yeah. Um, so in 1999, 1999, he entered into a joint venture to provide financial services in the United States with the bank of Scotland. Uh Um, the bank of Scotland, it never actually materialized, uh, because there is no bank of Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the bank of Scotland canceled the venture after Robertson was heard on his program to say, quote, in Europe, the big word is tolerance. You tolerate everything. Homosexuals are riding high in the media. And in Scotland, you can't believe how strong the homosexuals are. <laughs> Just like, what? what a fucking weird non sequitur. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I have, I there's there's no stereotype that exists in my brain. Like, even in the worst, most base parts of my brain of awareness of... <laughs> how strong the homosexuals are in Scotland. And then I'm like, oh wait, does he just mean like Highland games? <laughs> like, like, does he just mean like they're really strong he's thinking people? of strong guys? <laughs> I mean like, I guess like if we just apply this like stereotype that, that Scottish people are just physically stronger, I guess yes, the gay people from Scotland are stronger. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty wild. Uh, so that business deal, <laughs> that business deal does Can you not imagine being happen. the CEO or the, like the president of, of the bank of Scotland. Yeah. We're like, what? Who's like working on this, like certainly nefarious deal, you know, whatever with this guy to then be like, also, what is he doing? With the, what is he doing with the bank? Like, is he trying to set up the American branches? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What is the, what is a guy who owns a television network and like conflict diamonding in Africa? You start a bank, baby. You start a bank. People of the world, stop sending Pat Robertson money. I will take your money. Send it From to now me. On, I will make predictions. Please. Great. I, I predict that tomorrow, okay. someone will fart. Mm. Send $5. Send cash $5. money order to Adam Farnsworth. My, my PayPal. <laughs> my Venmo. Um, okay. So uh, also in 1999, uh, this is fun. Um, fun? I don't know. Uh, the, <laughs> okay. The, you did a little journey there. <laughs> so, uh, at the time, uh, Liberia has a president, uh, aka dictator, uh, Charles Taylor. Do you know this guy at all? No. I probably should, huh? Uh, fucking ruthless. Cool. Um, uh, 
so, as one does, uh, Robertson decides to negotiate a deal with the gentleman. Uh, he, what? He, <laughs> he goes in and does negotiates. Does he just like go around and like, that guy looks like an asshole. I bet I could have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are his people. Um, he negotiated a multi-million dollar contract for gold mining operations in Liberia uh, and starts Freedom Gold Limited. Um, the- Even his naming schemes sound like <laughs> arch i know right um it's all it's like as you go on it just gets more and more like grandiose and like per yeah perfect for a a movie villain i don't know like i'm not like intimate with anybody who owns television networks <laughs> okay i've met a couple of like movie executives none of these people should be should be mining anything and this guy has already tried to start two mining businesses yeah well he's got his diamonds and so now he needs gold I mean, is I don't he, see what the problem is. What this feels like is he like read uh, a like a, a like a, a brief history of America uh-huh. and like got Fort Knox yeah. and said we're on the gold standard. Uh-huh. He also got a little bit of li- like a libertarian like propaganda oh, yeah. put in there. He's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna get a bank. Yeah, Scotland's got me. Uh-huh. Uh, I need something to back that bank. Got to get the gold. Yep, and I got these diamonds for liquid assets. Yeah, because that's what you do when you're making deals. You just like. You totally. take a, a briefcase full of diamonds and that's how you make the deal because you can't take bullion with you. You yep. got to take the diamonds. Of course. Smaller, easier to transport. Yep. This is why you go to seminary rather than law school. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy is a Bond villain. Um, so uh, 2001, uh, you'll remember that's when we get Falwell's awful comments on 9-11. Right. Uh, that were on his show. It was on it was the on 700, 700 Club. Show. Okay. Uh, yeah, 700 Club. And... Uh, Robertson at the time after these comments like on the air says I totally concur oh yeah um and so that's why I, that's why I had in my head that he'd said them because he just basically yes. like it's my show I agree correct stamp yeah. approval um, buy some gold <laughs> and uh uh George W. Bush actually criticizes their comments and kind of like condemns them a bit really which, yeah um which is you know like He's kind of their guy. Right. Um, yeah. Like so that's, that's like one of those interesting like, whoop, yep. went a little too far, I guess. I wonder why Dick Cheney like rebuffed them because that feels like a good point to like double down on that. I'm assuming it's Dick Cheney. Like there's no way, no fucking way it's. Sure. Right. Right, right. He just like, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. So uh, now we have to uh, go back to Charles Taylor for a second. Okay. Because in 2003, Charles Taylor this was. a dictator. Yes. Okay. Was accused of war crimes and crimes against humanity as a result of his involvement in the Sierra Leone Civil War. Okay. Uh, and uh, the U.S. Congress offers a $2 million capture reward um, for Charles Taylor. Just um, call Pat Robertson. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like totally. Um, and so this is done under the Bush administration. Uh, Robertson then lashes out against George W. Bush. No. Ac- Stop messing with my buddy Chuck. <laughs> yep. Accusing W. of undermining a Christian Baptist president to bring in Muslim rebels to take over the country. Um, and it actually turns out that Taylor was harboring Al Qaeda operatives who were funding their operations through the illegal diamond trade. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a lot. Christian Baptist rebels. I'm just going to put that one on a shelf because I can't. I, did, I don't no, know no. what to do with that. So W is, he accused W of undermining a Christian Baptist president. Right. But then weren't there Christian Baptist rebels as well? To bring in Muslim rebels to Muslim take over the country. I see. Yeah. Wait, so he thought W was bringing in the, the rebels? E- yes, by undermining the By dictator. undermining. So basically it's like, okay, undermining power allows the rebels in. Yeah. Got it. Yep. 
But in truth, this Christian Baptist uh, dictator was harboring was, was Al-Qaeda. Al yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, at this point, I don't know why I'm surprised. Nah. Uh, but like, come on, dude. Yeah. How does he, how does he have a channel? How does he have, <laughs> in, how does this, like, I, like, I get why he's not in jail, but how, do, how, why are people still sending him money? Like, who honestly, <laughs> this is really, <laughs> I, I just, I, I will fundamentally not understand the people following idiots. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, that's just the, that's like my first thing is like, oh, you're an idiot. I'm not following you. Sure. Yeah. Right. I, that's, that's a good way for me to end, well, like end up in a buzzsaw. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Adam, 2004. Yeah. Prediction. Okay. Hold on. 2004. Uh, there's going to be in the next few years a, f <laughs> a semi-full CG movie oh, okay. of blue aliens okay. with tentacle sex. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think the prediction ding, ding, is. Ding, 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 <laughs> uh, 2004, prediction. All right. President Bush will be reelected in a blowout. Uh, famously, not, not a, a blowout. blowout. He was reelected. Mm, was he? Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, 2005, less than two weeks after Katrina kills over 1800 people. Good time to comment on it. Great uh -huh. time. Great time to make a comment about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got to get his two cents in there. Uh, he implies that, no, no, hold the, on. uh, that it was a horrible act of nature and there was no way right? that, that anybody is to blame for this. And I'm very sorry for everybody. And who's he's underwater. sending a shit ton of his money to the victims. Yeah. Uh, no, he implies that the storm was God's punishment in response to America's abortion policy. Um, and he also suggests that 9-11 uh, and Katrina, quote, uh, could be connected in some way. <laughs> really, it's quite difficult to tie these two things together. For, for me... For me, in my brain, it's, you know, like, uh, do they, are they in the same column? Tragedy? Sure. I guess. But, you know, are they really, you know, like a, an act of terror and a hurricane? It's difficult for, for my. Okay. I think, I think I get it. Yeah. We've established Bond villainness. Yes. What is more Bond villainous than being able to create storms? Perfect. Weather machine. Right? Yep. So got it. I'm going to go on a live. I will. I bet you he has got somewhere in the Atlantic, a, like a giant project trying to create like, tropical well, storms. He's got the diamond mine. He's got <laughs> the gold mine. He kind of had the bank for a second. Right. There maybe he had a dictator or two had a dictator almost be, you know, could have become president. Right. It's time to get the weather machine. This was him just like prepping a rollout for the weather machine. Like yeah. just going, they could be connected. Wink, wink. <laughs> he's giving away his own secrets. Well, I mean, hold on. He was backing the guy who letting Al Qaeda into Liberia, right? Oh shit! <laughs> I know where you're going. They with are this. connected. Oh no! Pat Robertson is the connection between yeah. 9 11 wow. and Katrina. You're right. You're totally right. Turns out his predictions spot on. Oh, he condemned America or uh, judged America. Yeah. And judged us not fit. Because here's, well, here's the other thing. Like, I love, I, I was going to say, I love the idea that we know that, that Katrina was specifically uh, God's response to the abortion policy. Like that, yeah, yeah. Th that, like, it's nothing else. It's no, no, not, but specifically America's. It's not, it's yeah, not yeah. Our, our, our rape numbers. It's not our uh, immigration policies. It's no. not 
uh, it's you know not our murder rates. It's not our capital punishments. It's n- it's none of those things. It's mm-hmm. not uh, the general selfishness of humanity. It is specifically our policies on abortion that God sent this hurricane for. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even involve humanity as a whole, let alone like the idea that it's a natural disaster that does affect more than just America. But, you know, this is specifically because of America. It also randomly hit in a place where like the abortion numbers are like statistically not where they think they are. Sure. They are like that statement didn't make any sense. But what I'm trying to say is like it it hit the South, like it hit the Bible Belt. It didn't Mm -hmm. hit. Right. Like New York and California, which is where, sure. like, that's where the hotbeds of sin are, as we all know. <laughs> uh, sometime I'd love to see your sin map. Well, mine or like, well, <laughs> yeah, like your your. Uh, I would like you to educate me on your your sin. Well, like I, I need to know where the hotbeds of sin are. Oh, okay. You know, from a from a standpoint of well, from a religious or from Adams. No, from a from a religious. I'm standpoint. gonna do. I'm, do I'm not interested in Europe. I'm gonna do both. Adam. I'm gonna do both. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Even better. <clears throat> Okay, it's, it's literally going to be like a really shitty drawing of the U.S. and just like circle sin. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, we're going to take a slight divergence here to talk about one very fun thing that is not. Please be um, weather machine. Please be weather machine. Please be weather machine. <laughs> You're going to be really disappointed. Oh. The grandiosity goes down a lot. Well, he's getting old. Yeah. So 2006 ish. Okay. We get. Pat's age-defying shake and age-defying protein pancakes. I was not wrong with the getting older. Like he, like is like, oh no, no. shit! He does it. He has an oh shit moment. <laughs> I'm gonna. Die. He puts the weather machine on pause. <laughs> this is why we didn't hear about it. We're starting to get the shake and protein pancakes now. <laughs> this is fun because protein pancakes just sounds terrible. It's real bad. Uh, so this this is one of his like most kind of infamous things like <laughs> I, I remember like Colbert bits at the time Just on this so we're not going to spend a lot of time on it but what we are definitely going to do is that this product is available still still um on CBN um and uh, on CBN's website um and here's currently what it says okay America loves pancakes pancake houses across the country are packed well nothing is at not the moment currently <laughs> Um, but what are those syrup drenched hotcakes doing to our bodies? It's a good question. Putting us on a fast track to weight gain, high cholesterol and adult onset diabetes, diabetes. But Adam, now there's hope for everyone who loves this early morning treat. Pat's very own age defying protein pancakes. These delicious pancakes give you energy, help your heart and provide a substantial boost of muscle building protein. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Now we get a bullet point list. Pat's age defying protein pancakes can One, combat the buildup of plaque in your blood vessels and arteries. Two, provide complex carbohydrates to keep your system running at its best. Three, provide an excellent source of energy and essential fatty acids important for good heart health. Four, help protect against breast, uterine, and prostate cancer. Five, empty bullet point. Oh, what a fucking your, statement, right? Your own, right? <laughs> this can is make you fly. Perhaps the most <laughs> intriguing part of this sales pitch is the empty bullet point at the end of the sales pitch. I do like the idea. It's like, I have three points to make. Uh, you are all great people. I am a wonderful person. And well, geez. Now I, I have a, a, an inkling of what this last bullet point might be. And that's Hold it. did you try to select it? Is it just white? <laughs> oh shit! White text and it's actually I did not. Um, so <laughs> there, the the famous thing about this, yeah, is that um, it's not that they're claiming it, it reduces cancer. <laughs> no, the so like the Falwell water slide thing. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he has, this is like his really big moment um, with the pancake mix (laughs) uh, because he claims that the pancakes allowed him to leg press 2000 pounds. And he, (laughs) uh, so I think two thousand, two thousand pounds. This is his, uh, photo proof, quote unquote proof of him, uh, leg pressing 2000 pounds. Uh, it's a delightful picture. Uh, we'll post it for you. Um, I think that the last bullet point is you can bench press 2000 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. It'll allow you to leg press 2000 pounds. I don't know what to do. It's it's fucking... I, like, I want sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. Like, we're at that level of insanity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, Do- Dr. Evil is, like, this is <laughs> literal Dr. Evil territory. Yeah, totally. And, like, this is, like, the full-blown snake oil thing. Just, like, oh, selling things with just, like, completely, you know, it's not even the, uh, whatever the fuck, like, shell diamond company hidden under the umbrella of a charity. No. This is just... I don't know. Here's, here's some pancake here's mix some pancake for eight dollars. Maybe you'll get stronger. <laughs> I do like the age defying because it's age oh, defying, right? Yes, it's age defying. But it's age defying pancake mix, right? Yes. Does not claim that you will be defying age. It's saying the pancake mix is age defying. Yeah, it's shelf stable as fuck. Right. <laughs> uh, Jesus, this is like is. <laughs> uh, 2006 ish is when we also get another prediction. Excellent. Storms and a massive tsunami will hit America's Pacific Northwestern coast. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that day? Horrible day. Yeah. Wiped out the entire (laughs) Western seaboard. Yep. Um, We're all ghosts. This is a ghost podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, 2007. By the way, are these predictions when he like, how is he defining these predictions? Because I'm I'm assuming he just like runs his mouth like a crazy person. What defines a, a a prediction is it he goes i predict this is a prediction woo woo like it's like jim kramer style like slams a prediction button uh, uh no it's it, they're not like uh collected but he 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 does famously yeah like he'll have moments on his show where he says i want you all to know god spoke to me and you know for okay. that whole okay. that whole week he's harping on this thing this like, one don't, idea don't forget that i was told that this is going to happen right uh, i see okay 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 so that's so it's not just it's not just a one-off thing like that's what, these, are, that's these are all these are all things that he will stick on for a while you know for that year why would you stick on <laughs> uh 2007 prediction there will be mass killings due to a terrorist attack in the united states uh, he also endorses Giuliani for the Republican nomination in the 08 I wonder election, if he was counting police police in that uh, mass yeah, killing. Probably not. Probably not. Especially since he endorsed Giuliani. <laughs> uh, um, I just got his number. Like everything got crossed. It's yeah, like yeah. Giuliani will will potentially back the people who are going to cause mass killings. Okay, so there's going to be a mass killing, and there's going to I should support Giuliani. No. Yeah, this is also funny. the The Giuliani thing is funny to me from a 2020 lens. Yeah, because his endorsement of Giuliani was actually a polarizing thing for his conservative audience because Giuliani was seen as kind of a left leaning Republican. What? Yeah. Is that just um, because he lived in New York? I think so. Okay. Well, remember that, it, yeah, like we're still, you know, like, I mean, 2007 is a little bit, you're out of it a bit, but, you know, he's still kind of riding high on that, like, American hero thing. Yeah, congratulations. You let the police and fire departments do what they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then took away all yeah, of their but benefits. He did it. <laughs> um, 
2008. Prediction. Wow, he's just like, like oh, yeah, nothing up until be, the 2000s. Then yeah, he's yeah. like, the gods on it. He's just he's uh, just tear. peddling his his protein pancakes and offering predictions. <sighs> Prediction. Okay. 2008 will be a year of worldwide violence. There will be a recession, a stock market crash, and nuclear strikes in America. Some of that happened. Well, so this is funny because this is oddly in 2008. (laughs) There's a weird decrease in overall deaths. And oh, really? Yes. <laughs> it's like an almost impossible thing to get wrong. Uh, and, and yet. <laughs> and of course, like predicting the recession in 2008, like the recession, we'd already right. entered the recession. It has, it in has started. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2009. Prediction. Excellent. America will broadly accept socialism. <laughs> that would have been nice. It's my favorite. It's my where I'm just broadly. like, oh, God damn it. So we missed close. it. We had our chance. <clears throat> 2009 was our time. That's such a, it's such an interesting, the, the, the rage around socialism of, Oh dude, we do not want to walk down. No, this we don't, we don't, we don't. <laughs> I just, I, that's such a weird thing to, to yeah, predict. To, well, to go from, especially like in, this is supposed to be a, it's seen as a grandiose statement as bad as nuclear strikes happening in America. Right. The next year, the bad thing is the worst America thing is yeah. except socialism. I mean, I mean, okay, right around that time. Is like, that Obamacare? I'm trying to think of like what he's. Yeah, sure. Like what is he? What's the agenda that he's taking aim at? Yeah, yeah. The the radical left is rising. Yeah. Um, uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. We're taking a break from the predictions for a second. Okay. Well, I'm assuming there's a big one coming in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we're at the war crimes trial of Charles Taylor. Uh, oh. This is happening at The Hague. His friend. Yep. Um, Charles Taylor testifies that Robertson was his main political ally in the United States and that he had volunteered to make Liberia's case before U.S. administration officials in exchange for concessions to Freedom Gold Limited. I think there's a word for that. I can't remember. Yeah. Something. Seems weird, right? Jesus Christ. But, you know, let's let this guy have a TV show and still make money. You know, whatever. Seems fine. Seems legit to me. Yeah. Ah. 2012. Prediction. Okay. Mitt Romney will win the election and be a two-term president. Oh. Hmm. We can all be Nate Silver. I mean, including Nate Silver sometimes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> huh. <clears throat> That's not where I was expecting... Uh, Mayans were right is what I was hoping for. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, the so the you know, the 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 diamond mines and gold mines are really the highlight. Are to they me still going, by the way? Career. I mean, the gold one clearly is. Yeah, uh, I think the diamond one is not. OK, because well, um, all no the pilots were like pulled the plug on it. Right. Um, so we're basically we're at the end of the good stuff. But I will. I think that we should end with his 2020 prediction. Oh, yes, please. Uh, which is uh, Donald Trump will win the election. And an asteroid will destroy Earth. Still time. Yes. Still time. As of this recording, it is November 27th. And I will also remind you, I will also remind you, (laughs) quote, I have a relatively good track record. Sometimes Sometimes. I miss. Yeah. My only question. Which did he miss on both or just one? Well, will the asteroid miss? Right. Exactly. (laughs) I'm just. That's an interesting combo, though. Like, by the way, four more years of exactly what you wanted. Unfortunately, they're going to be taken away because an asteroid's going to wipe us off to face planet. Yeah, that's basically what I have on this guy. He's a piece of shit. Um, He's and I, I, I don't. I will say, don't get me wrong. I do. I do not 
in my brain, I do not paint all Christians as this. Um, but I will say that the, what is most interesting to me about this is the, I mean, you are really ratcheting up the blending of politics and a belief system to the point where it becomes absent of the belief system. There's nothing religious about this. You know, there's nothing religious. Like it, it, it at some point just becomes a completely different thing. Yeah. You know, like, Yes, he has a show on the Christian broadcasting. You know, these are things that he started. Right. But they seem entirely divorced of doctrine. Yes. Of any <laughs> semblance of recognition to, I was going to say religion, but no, I mean, there, there's a religion to it, but it's not, yeah, yeah. It's, there's nothing faith-based about it. It's, it's pure. And like, no, it's not even really like, I'm, I'm positive that, you know, if I, consumed enough, uh, you know, clips and stuff of, of this guy's show that there, you know, are like a veneer. What, of, what I was looking for in doing this series is like, because we've spent time now with a lot of, right. well, some of the Bible, like the, like misinterpretations or yeah. like, you know, like getting on a high horse about something and establishing a career based on a misguided I- interpretation right. of X. Um, and this, you, you start to get like, so far off the rails so fast so quickly yeah um, I mean, even like even falwell and baker mm-hmm. like they're they're hammering still on religious yes. idea like there's like pat robertson is not that indistinguishable from like i mean uh, what's his what's his but the guy that ran as an independent in the early 90s oh like ross perot yeah like, like that's interesting that you bring that up because like, i tend to think of him i mean i know that he's not but like i think of him as like the bombastic like oil to- tycoon yes. type of just like yeehaw let's fucking go get it I you mean, know like <laughs> yes he is um and i mean he, he flew to liberia and befriended <laughs> a dictator so he could get a gold mine right and, yes and, he's exactly that and guy. then flies back and is like uh, Christianity, I guess. All right, bye. <laughs> um, it's fucking baffling. It's pretty baffling. I will say, I'm going to now again. Okay. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing is that the, I could not find quality. Oh. One, yeah, one redeeming quality is that basically throughout his entire career. Now, also keep in mind, diamond mine, uh, gold mine. He has endorsed weather machine. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and this fits in. Uh, He has consistently endorsed environmental causes. Like he's actually in conservatism, like fairly progressive as regards the environment while also, huh? You know, mining the planet weather machine, right? Weather Weather machine. machine. Yes. I'm just saying. Exactly. (laughs) We're back to that. (laughs) The the moment you brought it up, I was like, oh shit, he does have one. And he's going to, and he's going to save us. Yeah. Maybe. God, if this is one of those, like, like human condition stories, like what ends up happening is like in the annals of history, we look back like this piece of shit, horrible human being who did like so much damage and so just horrible shit ended up being the savior of humanity. Do you think that when he started to do his predictions about like typhoons and stuff, his like scientists had like a due date? 
Oh, and they and they blew it, and they blew, you know they 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 had a board meeting, right? And the scientists were like, "This is the year, man. You're gonna be able to, you know, typhoon. Yep. You yep. got it." Yep. And he's like, "All right, I'm Excellent. going on tomorrow." And he yep. announces it, and then the scientists kind of start sweating bullets, oh, like, "Shit!" He he actually announced it, right? We missed our we missed our window, or like he's going like, "Man, we got to get on this. I've only got so much time." He's like, "I've got the pancake thing to hopefully extend my life, but like you've got to get this thing going." Can we do the Pacific Northwest? Can we do the Pacific Northwest? I can only leg press two K on TV for a little while longer <laughs> do you think it's Spencer machine was blowing a really strong wind to help him lift the 2000 pounds oh yeah yeah his, <laughs> his hair's just kind of billowing like right. that's how you find out it's actually fake like right. his shirt is like kind of rippling weirdly right. it's like, is his face like distorting he's like the wind is like <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he made like Again, like a oh misguided attempt to make him just like look strong. Right. And he's like, oh shit, we actually made a weather machine. Right. Yeah. It started as a, as a weightlifting aid and yeah. now is, I just, this is. So the, I mean, you know, this is a to be continued. The guy's still alive. Yeah. Somehow. Well, well I, the pancakes. The, also, yes, pancakes and, and shakes, but then also like, uh, presumably not by, by the end of the year, he, along with the rest of us won't be. According to his... Right, yeah, it won't matter. Right. None of this <laughs> will have mattered. Um, I really hope that this gets released before the asteroid hits us. Well, it'd be nice to give our listeners who probably don't tune into the 700 Club... Uh, Man, that's a... <laughs> it'd be nice to give them a heads up. That's a weird-ass Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, all the 700 Club people have been, are like, selling all their shit. Yeah, so, you know... Yeah, talk, about, talk about a shitty year to like not be able to travel knowing the, the thing well, is coming. Yeah. Well, that's why that's kind of why, you know, you might as well go do whatever the fuck. Yeah. I mean, asteroid's going to hit anyway. Get COVID. Yeah. Who cares? You're going to die. Yep. Either way. Um, well, that's a nice way to end the episode. <laughs> huh? uh, I have nothing else. Uh, let, that's a wrap. That's a wrap on this episode. That's a wrap on Mr. Robertson. It's a wrap on the year. Fuck us all. Okay. Don't give your Adam, money. take it away. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJVPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Nick will have cool conversations with you. I will post some photos every once in a while, mostly just videos about promos. But the promos are good. Videos about promos? That videos some, about promos. That was some English good. You could start doing that, stuff. I guess, but you know, <laughs> like narrated videos of the, of the <laughs> Yeah. It's it's Twitter and Instagram. If you don't know how they work, I can't help you. Um, Adam makes really good promos for our show and you should uh-huh. watch them because I mean, if you're listening to the show, you'll hear the bit, but it, the visuals are entertaining. It's a weird insight into how my mind correlates things. Yeah, it's Adam brain. Because most of the time I am a little worried that like people are not going to under like who the fuck was that? And it's like right. some, you know, TV star from the nineties. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this week, since we're all still, you know, locked at home, um, we would like it if you would send a friend your favorite episode of the King James Virgin. You can find all of the back episodes uh, by going to kingjamesvirgin.com slash episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, find the one that you like the best and, uh, you know, send it to somebody who you think would enjoy the show. Yeah. Say, Hey friend, this would maybe brighten up your day. Yeah. It brightened mine up because reasons. Alan yelled at Adam, which is I mean, mostly what happens. Mm-hmm. Or, or Adam just cackled like a maniac. Yes. 
That also happens. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixari, off the album El Moran. And this week's Resurrection Records artist is Mannequins. Not spelled like the doll. Doll? <laughs> not, Are mannequins Not spelled dolls? like the mannequin. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> not, not spelled like the uh, life-size action figures. There you go. Not, not the, action, the life-size action figures uh, spelled differently. I'm just <laughs> not even going to tell them. It's spelled differently. Uh, you can find these songs, uh, links to the back episodes, like we mentioned, all sorts of things on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That'll do it for us this week. Uh, until next week, uh, I thought I'd leave you, since we all know now all about Mr. Robertson, mm. I thought I'd leave you with what he considers uh, to be his guiding principle in life. Oh, God. Because it does come from the Bible. Oh. Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Can you finish it? And lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. There you go, buddy. Whole thing? That's the whole Stop thing. Stop giving your money to Pat <laughs> Robertson. <laughs>
by Sonic Bazaar.